Hello world. Welcome to the Daring World podcast. With your host Frank Mondoze. Hello again and welcome back to the Daring World podcast. So happy to have you and I'm so excited about this episode Love 2.0. This was a transmission I offered in the Remember Brotherhood journey in Costa Rica on December 19th, 2021. What an epic brotherhood journey we had. It was fully booked and these brothers went deep. It seems what's going on in the world is uh, waking up the heart and spirit of certain brothers and men who are uh, hearing the toll tolling and recognizing that we are in a time of emergency and awakening is vitally needed and so i offered this transmission of love and the intention of this transmission at the brotherhood journey is to support the men that come to this event to really investigate and inquire how they process love how do they meet love what does love mean to them what does it actually look like are we getting confused calling one thing love when really it's fear so i'm offering this transmission to support men to open their hearts greater and expand their capacity to love to expand their capacity to be in relating with other beings with other women with other men with anybody this idea of really doubling down on love without limit is probably in my opinion the key peace to help us to come into greater synergy and union and it is a practice that i have been using for since 2018 and i must tell you that my love and my life has completely turned around since then since i started to interpret this uh, version of love that i'm sharing with you and so i offer this for two reasons number 1 to come deeper into the wormhole of love 2.0 or love without limit with me and number 2 to give uh, the listeners here an indication of the quality and clarity and the depth that we explore in the remember brotherhood journey this is a, an amazing journey and you could trust that if your brother is coming to the remember brotherhood journey it is an, an individual who is dedicated to personal growth and expansion and we are a brotherhood of circles that are holding men to accountability and uh, lifting them to higher heights and for their expansion not only for them but for their families their beloveds and everyone else in their life that they touch so without further ado here you go love 2.0 live from remember brotherhood journey costa rica december 2021 when i feel into the feminine essence whether it be in a female body or a male body and i feel me in a male body and how i want to meet it in the deepest core of myself i want to show up in a way that is honorable 
that I know that I am doing everything that I can to meet this relationship with integrity, with honesty, with transparency. Because I don't want to keep anybody connected to me that is not in it for me, the totality of me. And so I know that energy in many men. I know the energy of, you know, because it's not fully integrated sometimes, it comes out of, I need to serve, I want to serve, I want to raise my the feminine, I want to put them on the pedestal. And then they dance with codependence and it gets messy. And then the wounds that have not been healed. And so there's this grasping. But the core of it that I've seen in my brothers is the great desire to meet the other myself on the outside and show up in its most, in its purpose, in purpose. I think that's the core of our desire as men. And so when I drill down to that and I say, what's stopping me from showing up ultimately as the best me in those traits of honesty, integrity, clarity? And at the core of it is love. And what's, what's really saddens me in the world in the state is how easily brainwashed we are or programmed from the degree of how we have accepted the system or the programming that says a version of fear is actually love and let me double down on it so you see how much I love you to how gullible we are and how we see that in the world right now to allow our emotional bodies to be taken on a fucking roller coaster that isn't ours. So there's two things here. It's like fear and gullibility. So the talk is a compassionately ruthless conversation on what I have been journeying on with love and what I see is the energy of relational love specifically. So before I go into relational love, let's set it up. We can play relationship or attempt that relationship and learn many things and be on the lightning path towards awakening because when you are in a relationship, it is certain that you will come across your shadows very quickly because it's so easy. It's in reflection to another. So both of you, your shit will come up. So in a way, it's a lightning path. And I feel into the ancient tribes that had rites of passage so that we could show up better. I, I dream into the new rites of passage, which we will start to create <coughs> as a brotherhood 
to prepare younger men to meet the world in love, but in true love, not fear masquerading as love and celebrated as honor. Honor killings, honor. That's the extreme of it. So I, I'm excited about the rites of passage that are coming up as we anchor this commitment. The point is that we are not truly ready to be in relationship until we've done our healing work. We can't really be in love when actually our inner child is screaming for attention or screaming in fear because it'll come up. So I'm dreaming when I was dreaming of the rites of passage. Imagine brothers come through, they, they get these rites of passage about love and how to cultivate self-love. Because ultimately, if we don't cultivate, cultivate self-love, we will be operating in this chaotic way of messiness due to the lack of our healing. So once they cultivate this self-love and they go into the world, not perfect, but on the journey of like fucking meeting another beloved, but not losing themselves in the grasping to complete themselves through the other on the outside. When we go through, the, through life looking for the other on the outside to complete me, like this is my better half or you complete me, it is right there we have started to put a curse on our godliness. The understanding that we are whole and complete already. And that we are always and already love. So if we met the other from the foundational aspect that I've done my work, I've had rites of passage, I've uh, seen myself in the mirror of my brothers, I've, I've shadow worked, I've shame busted, I've, do I've done a version of clearing, and then I go out into the world radiating my heart, which is clear and vibrant for myself, that magnetizes a vibration of a partner. When we go out in the world broken and, and scared or needy, that's a vibration as well and we call that in as well. So now we call in a being that is on our wavelength or at least not on our wavelength or our desired wavelength where I want to raise myself to be, exalt myself to be. And then we meet them. And there's the dance of falling in love. Another curse. Words, spelling, programming. The idea of falling in love. The idea of falling in love, what has come to me, is the idea of, first of all, if I go to the root, it's like falling out of heaven. Uh, Garden of Eden, sorry. And this fall, I can't help but see the visual of losing presence as I walk on this path in love 
in nature, I'm walking on this path already in love, and I lose presence, and when we lose presence, so I fall. And in that fall, I could break some bones. So the idea of falling in love is already this idea of falling out from oneself into another, which is beautiful, but treacherous if we abandon the core, which is the self-love. Because if we're not coming from that self-love, we are, we, we are like, we could be taken from one place to another because we're not rooted in our truth. Self-love is the root where we can start to discover truth. As long as we are outsourcing love or needing love from the outside, we are willing to sell our soul or sell ourselves out to the best fragrance of love. And then we fall. I've met you. We've met love. I'm intoxicated by this chemical reaction going on in my brain and the vision of who you are and the potential of where we will be based on who I'm telling you you are in my mind because I really don't know who the fuck you are. And so we race into the journey and we do this relationship escalator because it's like you do this and then 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 you find yourself oh my god i'm here what the fuck happened here so if we came from self-love and we were full and complete on ourselves and we were attracted by a beautiful aroma and we met. And when I looked upon the beloved or the object of my affection, I'm blown away. I am touched. I am moved by beauty. And I recognize that allure. And I say, I want to taste that. And so we say, I will move to taste that. And I taste that. But when we're rooted in self-love, we have the patience to allow the flower to blossom, the flower of relationship. When we're rooted in self-love, I could visit the garden every day, even if it's a three hour walk, a half hour walk, or a rainy day. I could visit the garden, I could gaze upon the beloved, and I could watch her growing. And every day as she grows and she expands, I see greater and greater magnificence. And, and I'm in awe, and I'm in awe that I could be the witness of such a beauty in expansion. And I visit her, it, not because I'm looking for the day where I could take it home and make it mine, but I visit it because I actually want to be part of its life, alive journey. And so if we met relationship from meeting it at the alive place, actually we wouldn't even need any boundaries. 
or agreements. But that's optimistic. <laughs> so we put boundaries or we receive boundaries. And let's acknowledge that the boundaries that are being placed are actually to make myself feel safe. Or if my beloved is putting boundaries, it's because they, at the core of it, don't feel safe right now. So they put the boundaries because the boundaries become a bridge of connection. I'm wounded and I'm scared. I'm wounded and I'm scared. I get it. So how do we meet? Well, maybe if you meet me here and I meet you there, then we have a bridge. And then we could do the dance. But if we don't have the self-love, we can't put the boundaries. So now let's put that image of the flower and let's just put it on the side there. And now let's talk about the two vibrations that exist in the world. Fear and love. Fear and love. My teacher would say everything is, is love, everything. Challenge, everything we see here is love because it is the expression of God expressing itself for it to know itself. And if God is love, then everything is love. And ultimately we get all upset because we want to have control of this life, but actually we're not in control of this life from the perspective of we are on a recon mission, a reconnaissance mission for God. We're here to live life so that God could know itself. We are humble servants, humble servants. And so we have self-love and we have universal love. Self-love, universal love. Universal love is the, the knowing that I am already loved, that everything that is playing out is that is love. And where I am in resistance is because I resist love. I, I, be, because there's a doubt in the basic trust. There is doubt in basic trust. So fear, it's the acknowledgement that there's something unresolved, that we have a style of meeting the world. I know it. I could tell you guys, honestly, my brothers, I'm fucking paranoid. I have paranoia disorder, it seems sometimes. I look for every opportunity to see why there's something wrong here. I bet you wouldn't have guessed that probably think I have my shit together. I'm constantly working on fear. Sometimes it feels, it feels hour to hour. And that's why I do this work because I need to continue to come back to basic trust and I need to continue to heal myself so that I could be first and foremost in relationship with myself. And then secondly, so I could be in connection in, in, in an open channel in connection with God in basic trust because that's the only way I could be here because if I wasn't in that relationship, I'd probably have committed suicide. 
multiple times in my life. There was a moment I switched out of suicide, happened in 2018-ish or 17, out of a level two, but that's another story. It's the level two. So we have this vibration of fear, it's paralyzing. Admit to yourself it's paralyzing, it makes you small. It makes you doubt yourself. It makes you feel that if you don't get a hold and control of this situation, bad shit is gonna happen. And that if the door is not opening and I know that door has to open because I'm scared of every other opportunity, that I'm gonna put all my life force energy into pushing that fucking door open. How much energy are we wasting on fear? How much does it drain of us? What would happen if you reclaimed that energy, integrated in a solid self-loving container that could hold, so you need to bring it all, you take in all that energy and you refine it and then you direct it in a direction where you feel inspired by. Not because the mind says this is the right way, but because you trust something larger and you could go to your heart. And when the heart speaks, you can trust that your heart is the bridge between matter, our doofus animal versions of ourselves with great instinctual response and trust something bigger and know that we are not separate from that bigger that actually it is us and then direct your life force fear it's draining us fear it's draining me. You are not invited into my home. I acknowledge you as information. I acknowledge you as a way for me to be discerning. I acknowledge you as a light onto the parts of myself that I need to put the gaze so that I could do the work and I could release you. I acknowledge you. But your crippling effect is no longer welcome in my home. Aho. And then we have love. And there's a part of me that wants to get trickster right now, but it's like, man, I'm so tired of looking out of the world and seeing all the branded versions of love, starting with Valentine's Day, and then moving on to self-help coaches, and cliches, and bypass. Ultimately, because when we look at, let's say, the new age world, we see a movement towards love. And that's a celebration. I could get into alignment with that. 
But when they bypass the dark and the shadow because they want to just be in this comfortable energy, to me, it's not full. It doesn't, it's not full. I believe the height of your love is directly relational to the ability of you to go down into the darkness, into the underworld, to meet the dragon, not with a sword and armor, but with a hand on your heart, an open heart and a lantern. That's what we did yesterday, my brothers. The ability to go into that depth is the ability of how much ecstasy you have the potential to reclaim as you integrate this work. So I honor you and I thank you for trusting us. So let's talk about love. I've talked about self, I've talked about universal. Let's talk about relational love. I, I sat with this and I sat with it because I saw too many of my dearest beloveds, 13 years, three years, one year, whatever they were, that I loved to bits and I poured all of myself into, my heart, my resources, my time, my decisions, my life direction, I poured it into them because I wasn't rooted in self-love. And so I felt like I needed to really capture them. So I'm just acknowledging my fucking first misstep, my deviation from love. I went there and I did all the things to try to be the perfect boyfriend and husband. And I saw those relationships turn toxic because of my behavior, because of my lack of self-love. And I saw those relationships fall away and fall away for good. I don't believe broken relationships, relationships that come with an expiry date, a best before by, and that has conscious endings and closings and say thank you for the journey and you go on each other's way, whether you talk or not, but you're sending each other love. I don't consider those failures. I consider that success. I actually consider that normal. And I don't think any relationship is a failure because everything is an opportunity to learn. But in my situation, <laughs> when I see who I was and who I was becoming and not be able to have, to be in relationship with these beings anymore, I feel I failed. That's just me. So I sat with my failure and I said, I refuse to experience it again. So I asked myself, what is love? What is relational love for me? For me. So I'm just sharing you my wisdom and you take what sticks and you release what doesn't so when i looked at my relationships i wanted to find a moment where i felt i was in my purest version and what i realized is that my experience of love my experience of love, my connection to divine and the ability to love the world is only one directional. My experience of my love can only be felt one directional. 
and that is outward. When I am in love, I have deep desire to bless spaces, to bless brothers, and to bless the beloved. However that looks like. But I need to be overflowing in that love. So the first prerequisite for love is resource. Re-source. Remember source. If I'm not resourced, I cannot be loving in the world. And that's okay. When you're not resourced, you need to take time to go back into the self-love piece and nourish yourself so that you can come to a place of overflow. And so that when you are loving onto the beloved, it's not out of duty and responsibility, it is out of resource and genuine love going outwards. So love is generous. Love is a generosity. We cannot be in service if we are not in an energy of generosity. If we're loving to get something in return with a hook, eh, not really love. Strategy of love, could use it, it works. It has a limit to its power. It's not the real path of the shaman. It might be the path, sorcerer might use that. So we resource and we're loving. So my love is one directional, it's outward. I, can be the recipient of your love. I could be the recipient of your love. That, my bros, is a blessing unto me. If we are running through the world, give me a blessing, give me a blessing. Can I have a blessing? I've been really looking for blessings for a long time. Will you be my blessing? This strategy is not working. Hey, honey, I've got lots of blessings for you. If I give you some blessings, will you give me some blessings in return? Of course. Yay. I think I'm falling in love. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> so we come back to the understanding that we are God, we are source, that we are resourced, that when we meet, come into the world, that we're coming into the world from the place of, I want to love, I want to give the blessings. How the world rewards me or how universe rewards me is not up to me. If I hold my center and I am in self-love and I radiate that, I trust that I will be taken care of. And that is an energy that you cannot reproduce in any way. And it is the energy that attracts authentic love, not neediness. Because you're not willing to negotiate your truth as a man so that you could please the other, so that you could continue to get their reflection of love because that's where you find your worth. Stop finding your worth in the beloved on the outside. You are already worthy. I give you that. 
As a minister, I give it to you all. So move from that place. You are worthy. So I felt into like, how do I need to love my new beloveds? Because I'm tired of losing them at the end. And I want to continue loving. Because that's what I'm here to do. So I said, what's the moment that I'm most generous without wanting anything in return? And I don't know what the time period is in the relationship. Sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's six months. If you're really good, it goes up to a year. Where it's that moment where you feel like no matter what they tell you, if it's in their highest good, you are supporting that. When you see them tell you about something that lights them up and brings their heart online and they feel nourished and resourced, you're like, how can I serve that? I want, more, I want you to go more towards that. Keep following that path. To me, I found that that's the most authentic moment that we could find in love. Because it's not asking for something in return. It's seeing the beloved on the outside. And if I'm here for ble- to give blessings and I am already, already full and already love, your expansion and my ability to come to the garden and look at the flower and meditate and see it as a sprout. The first day, oh my God, life. I planted this as a little seed and now there's life. And then weeks later, I come back and it's come out and it's all tight in a, in, a, in, a, in a bud. And I'm like, how beautiful. Are they afraid to show themselves yet? I'm not here to take from you. If I cut you now, you will not open. And I will not have had the gift of seeing your full blossom into your ultimate potential. That's why I'm coming to the garden. I long for the day where she opened and her essence, her smell starts to come out and I can get into a new sensorial experience with her. And every day that is beyond sense, beyond sense. It's love. So my desire is to love every beloved that I connect with in a way that doesn't cut them at their stem. Thank you. But gets on the journey of witnessing their expansion, their blossom, their beauty, and their love. And my seat next to them is a gift. It's not owed to me. It's a choice. Every day it's a choice. It's a choice for that flower to open because they feel safe and cared for and nourished and considered. It's a choice. 
Love is a choice. The, gift, the greatest gift of love is to offer choice, not to manipulate in order to get them in the box that I need them to be, to feel safe, that they don't have the full deck of cards because if they knew, they might reject me. So I'm gonna go do this on the side and then pretend I'm something else. Choice, you are always a choice. I, ha I currently have an STI. Well, then I don't want to make love to you. Okay, we don't make love. Or, fuck, I have an STI. If I tell her, she's not going to want to make love to me. Or they're not going to want to make love to me. Honey, when's the last time you got tested? Oh, don't worry, everything is clean. Okay, cool. And then I get her sick. Or them sick. How is that love? That's an STI. It could be anything else. These are what I called need to knows. You need to share with your beloveds what you need to know. But what I'm trying to get at is when I came down to the cornerstone of what is love in that moment where I could support the expansion of my beloved without needing to get anything in return, I asked myself, what are the traits? How can I show up here? What would love look like and what would love do for this being? And I got an answer. It was three things. I can support, contribute, and or celebrate the expansion of my beloved. I will say it again two more times. How I could serve and give blessing to this beloved and not end up in toxicity because I'm rooted in self-love and I know that I could take care of myself and I'm full and complete on my own first and foremost. I could meet that and say, I am here as an expression of love and my expression of love is supporting you, is to support, contribute and or celebrate your expansion. I am here to support, to contribute. And celebrate your expansion. <laughs> yes, how beautiful are you when you're in full bloom? That is love to me in relationship. <coughs> Does that land? <laughs> okay, now I'm throwing you a challenge. It's a beautiful story. I know because I wrote it. <laughs> and it's fucking hard. When we are not rooted in self-love and we still are working with fear as love, it's really hard because your truth in fear will be rattled every time your wild woman or your wild man chooses sovereignty and their expansion. Because the flip side of all of this is their expansion is fucking threatening to my role in this relationship. 
Because if they expand too much, then why would they need me? So think of your lines in the sand that you would not be able to support, contribute, and expand, celebrate the expansion. Just drop in. Is it them sleeping with another person that is not you? Is it them taking the job in another country which would limit you from seeing them and therefore your relationship would have to change? Would it be the friends that they hang out with? The substances they take? And how would you know that that is not part of their expansion? Who are you to say what they need? Who am I to say what they need in their highest good? I could share my perspective. That's a contribution. But whatever decision that they take, I must be able to celebrate because I know that it's part of their expansion. Even if I know they're walking into a trap, if their sovereignty says, I need this lesson to finally get it because that's why I came here as a soul. Who am I to change that? Who am I to argue with that? Who am I to fight with that? Because the toxicity that happened in my relationships was me battling what I thought was their highest good, thinking that it was a trap for them. And I want to support, contribute, and celebrate your expansion, but you're on the wrong path. And I know because I'm smart, or I care, or I'm concerned, or I'm scared. scared. So I have beloveds that make love to many men. And that's not always easy. I just went through that journey and the impact of it. And ultimately, I always come down to the place. Are you happy? Did it serve? Are you in joy? And if they say yes, and I celebrate them. Doesn't mean that I don't have a reaction. Doesn't mean that my lion is not growling inside. Doesn't mean that I don't want to be protecting my territory. And you deep-throated him? (laughs) (laughs) But I am full and complete upon myself. And I know myself as source. And I know myself as love. And so if my little boy is scared or annoyed... 
well, then it's my responsibility to move that energy with the tools that we started to show you. That's only half of what we have available. ISTA offers the full spectrum. I take care of that. And I call in my inner father and my inner mother. And I love the little boy that wants to fight and scream. And I surrender. And then I say, what do I need in this relationship? And if that has gotten to a place that has offended me ultimately, and that has crossed my boundary, that is spoken or unspoken, what do I need to come back into love? Because changing the result won't do anything because it happened, it's done. The only thing I could do is change the way I meet the situation because I have choice. If that is too much for me, I could say, beloved, I love you. I celebrate you. I'm having difficulty integrating this information. And for this reason, I need to step away to take care of myself, to do my rebuilding work. Not because I reject you. Maybe I reject you, but maybe not. But because I know I have the work to do. So I exhale from the relationship. I don't break up. I don't take a break. I just exhale and I do my work. Because if love exists here and I continue to hold my point of love, then love will continue to be there. So there's a moment where there may, may be an inhale. And then we inhale and we come back together in love once we've both done our inner work and our inner growth work. And so ultimately, the best way to do this in relationship is to sink the ship of relating and meet your beloved not as a noun as a thing that you possess but an, ex an action or an experience that you get to dance with every day that's relating relationship puts you in the boxes puts you in all the expectations puts you in all the agreements and opens greater traps to codependence. This is semantics, really, but I'm trying to give you like ener um, felt energetics that when you are relating, then you are fresh. Every moment is fresh. Every moment is a choice. Every moment is my choice to bless or an opportunity to receive blessing but not because I deserve it. But because it's a choice on both sides. And I only want to be relating with people that are choosing to be in this with me. I think I'm complete. End of transmission. So that's it. Just like that, transmission ended. I know what I gotta say, and I know when it's enough. And that was enough for now. This 
podcast is actually a work in progress of con this content, this Love 2.0 content that I have been massaging for a few years since 2018. And it was probably in 2019 where I gave my first live talk on this topic in England. And since then, it's been continuing to be refined. And I have like a canned version of this. And this is basically an introduction to the online course on loveandarrows.com called Love Without Limit, which should be launched in early 2022 and what i really wanted to bring forth this time was not to hear my same presentation but really to open my mind and my heart for a new version of this content to be offered to these brothers specifically that there were some brothers repeating in brother in the remember and no matter how many times uh, you hear this it's always valuable but i wanted to make it exciting and offer something uh, from a different perspective and I just truly opened myself to spirit and to the circle and to the energies that were playing in the moment. And this was my transmission. And I'm really happy about the quality. And I feel it's something that can be digested and re-listened to multiple times. It's under 60 minutes. And so I really highly suggest to listen to it and listen to it often. And if you have any questions or you want to go deeper into this topic, you could feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or directly by email at frankatmondose.com. And we could book a session and we could really start to unpack where you are on your path of loving without limit and what are your roadblocks, what are your challenges, uh, or what don't you understand I'm available for all of it you could uh, reach out and we'll send set an appointment I really appreciate you listening and giving me uh, time and space in your consciousness to propagate this idea to plant a seed that can blossom into a flower of expanded love in your heart Be sure to check out frankmondose.com, thespiritualplayboy.com, loveandarrows.com for my up-and-coming online courses. Loveandarrows.com is going to be a catalog for all things love, arrows, and relating. And I can't wait to launch it and for you to choose what calls to you, choose what you're curious about. And if you're on the apprenticeship path, these are amazing courses to take and have and repeat and learn how to teach it based on what I am sharing there. So remember, let love free because it's the only way we'll ever change anything especially in this crazy, mixed-up, shook-up world.